My name is Sami Lapakka, and working at Momentum, I come across with a lot of experts of career planning, job hunting skills, and working life in general. These are brief moments with them, and this is Momentum Podcast. All right, sitting here at the uh, business asema of Oulu on Hallituskatu, uh, and with me, Salla Hirvonen, specialist and project manager at Business Oulu and Oulu Talent Hub, and uh, Viera Karam, uh, business advisor to the international community at Business Oulu. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Yes, great to have you here. Um, let's start with the launch of your new Oulu Talent Hub website. Uh, we should mention it uh, maybe a couple of times during this yeah. uh, discussion. Uh, it can be found at uh, olutalenthub.fi. Mm. But uh, Salla, what exactly will people find at the site? For whom is it built? <clears throat> Our target groups are international talent and also companies that who recruit international talent. So companies and international people are our target group and those can find all the relevant info regarding job hunt services at the city of Oulu uh, and also different kind of projects that are targeted to international talent and also business Finland services that are mostly for companies who are recruiting international talent but also also for job seekers. There, there is a, a web page called Jobs in Finland yeah. that caters all the all, uh, English-speaking jobs on the one web page. Yeah. So yeah, we wanted to share all, all relevant info for international people living in Oulu or Finland. Yeah. Be- because before our web pages, all the info was scattered around mm-hmm. onto different web pages. So yeah. now it's much easier to find it. And we link to other web pages, like the Villa Victor's language services. Yeah, and, uh, I have to say it's a, it's a great site. Yeah. And, uh, we have been needing that kind of website for yeah. a long time. Yeah, we are very happy that we managed to create those web pages quite soon. Yeah. Because we started in February our project and the web pages opened in August. Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. And you told told us uh, the main focus is on, on uh, talent attraction. Mm-hmm. You promote international talent employment to local companies and uh, open up employment paths for international professionals. Do you mm. more focus on the people who are already here in the region or is the main focus to attract people from, from abroad? Uh, the main focus is for people who already live here in Oulu or Finland. Oulu.com is for attraction, attracting people here. Yeah. So yeah, because those services, what we are offering, are mostly for those who already live here. Okay. Yeah, but at the moment already we have a tricky situation as we are kind of running out of uh, workforce, mm. um, especially in, in some fields of expertise. Yeah. And uh, But at the same time, it has been difficult for some uh, international professionals to find a job, mm. which is uh, pretty messed up. Yeah. As, a, as a situation. Um, 
you know, it seems like both parties are, are or all parties, all of the companies and and the job seekers are in some sort of sort of trouble finding each mm, other. Yeah. Well, what do you think are the the main difficulties we have had there? It depends so much on the sector you are looking for a job. For ICT professionals, I I think it's quite easy to find yes. jobs or trainee positions at the moment. But for the others, it's not that easy. So, but in in all the talent hub, we focus on those sectors who have shortage in talent, in labor. So, like ICT, building, mining, etc. So, our, we will organize different kind of events to match uh, job seekers and and companies. Yes. And uh, we we our project partners are University of Oulu. University of Applied Sciences and also the vocational school mm-hmm. and also the Chamber of Commerce, Commerce in Oulu. So we, we reach easily the students at those yeah, yeah. institutes. And there are over a thousand international degree students in Oulu and they are a great asset uh, to, um, for companies regarding future work power. Yeah. So we mainly target our activities for those students, but also for researchers and and those who already have graduated from different um, institutes. Yeah. Yeah, we we just need to find ways to uh, keep the talent here. Yeah. But uh, coming to you, Viera, you yourself came to study in Finland and uh, found work pretty, pretty pretty much right after uh, and stayed here. Uh, in this regard, you are also a perfect guest for this this episode. Um, how was the whole moving uh, experience for you and making the decision to stay here? Was it was it hard with the with the language and uh, cultural differences, studying and working life differences? How was it for you? Yeah, well, thank you for inviting me and uh, for letting me share my story. Um, the moving process was, of course, not easy. I think uh, for any person who grew up in a certain country, you know, who is used to a certain uh, culture, to the familiar place, it is not an easy decision to make. However, at the same time, um, there are many people who are open for adventure. And I think I was just uh, at that stage of my life where I was looking for a new adventure. And I was also... Um, in a way, looking to change a little bit my direction where, you know, my, where my education was taking me. And so it was really by coincidence that I found out about a really great uh, educational program that I got excited about. I felt really motivated to get here, uh, specifically for the program at first. So, of course, Olu was not very known for me at that time. Uh, and then uh, when I got lucky to get into the program, it was very exciting time to, you know, to go to another country find uh, you know come to Oulu of course the um, studying was exciting the whole this whole new experience I remember when I got uh, to the campus of the University of Oulu at Linnama at first I thought it was like an airport it looked like an airport (laughs) (laughs) compared to my university back in Ukraine you know Um, so that was you know that definitely felt like oh my life is taking me to a different place now Um, but yeah uh, the 
you see, I, I got into the education master's degree. So my program, my master's degree program was called and is still called education and globalization. Mm-hmm. And at that time, what I did not realize uh, how educational sector is actually quite a hard sector to find a job in in Finland. So I remember having many discussions with my, um, you know, my group mates about how it is almost kind of impossible for all of us, for any of us to stay in Oulu, just because there is no job opportunities. It's nearly too impossible to find a job in the educational sector, especially because that program also uh, didn't offer that practical education and didn't certify you to be a teacher here in Finland. So uh, basically, none of us had, you know, how I know that sounds awful, but none of us kind of had an incentive to stay here in Oulu. And, you know, on top of that layering the the climate that was not, you know, none of our groupmates were used to. That was like number one reason we're not going to say it's dark and it's cold here. Um, But yeah, then after graduating, um, what happened, of course, to me personally, is that I met a person for whom I wanted to stay here in Oulu. And um, that gave me a very strong motivation to find job. And the job that I found was actually completely out of my sector. You know, I'm now working as a business advisor, which you would imagine a master's degree in education doesn't really prepare you for this type of work. Um, But that was, I believe that that was mostly my side activities that I was involved with. I was very active in uh, the entrepreneurship ecosystem in the university, which, by the way, that's something that also was different for me compared to my other universities that here this ecosystem was very active. And I believe that that was something that allowed me to find a job. It wasn't easy to find it. I um, I ended up being without a residence permit, actually. My residence permit expired. So I was on a very short time of 90 days that I'm allowed to stay in Finland to find a job and to apply for a residence permit before um, before I could leave. So it wasn't easy. Uh, it was very like stressful time. And, you know, anytime I meet now international people who are looking for a job, I... I I definitely feel for them because that was like, you know, a shivering, buddy shivering experience to um, not be able to find a job. And uh, yeah, but luckily, miraculously, I I got this job that I really love and I'm enjoying doing it right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Well, based on this, I was going to ask, in in your opinion, what, what are the what are the main challenges for for other people like you? Besides the the weather, obviously, but uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, if if they if they can find a job, do you think they will uh, keep it and and stay here? Um, I, what I think is challenging for well, as Salla said, and I completely agree with that. This really depends on which sector you're in. If we're talking about ICT sector. Um, you're almost guaranteed to get a job. I'm not gonna, you know, say that it's not hard. It is hard to find a job, but still, you will most probably find job. And the whole sector of ICT is, for example, the language barrier is not there because most of the startups, most of the ICT companies, they already uh, integrated English language is in their day to day operations. Yeah. So, um, but for many other sectors, what I think, of course, um, it's language. Definitely one one problem is language. Another problem, in my opinion, is the 
maybe from the company sides, there is not, they're not very used to hiring international people. And of course, also the language here comes in is there is no kind of space for them to to switch to English yet at this point. They're not ready to do these compromises and it's much easier for them to hire a person who speaks their own language. Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing I think is the incredible discouragement, I would also say, from 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 the local side in a way. So in my personal experience, I was told that you're not gonna find a job here at my interview for the program. So they literally said at the interview, don't expect that you'll find a job here. Okay. That was, so just that you know how deep the problem reaches or how deep the discouragement reaches, which is a vicious circle, of course. The discouragement comes from like, you know, because it is really hard to find a job here, but then because it's hard to find a job here, everyone tells you you won't find a job here, you know. So, so I've encountered that already at the very beginning of my journey when I didn't even come to Oulu. You know, so I think that there is this like overall, I don't know how to say this atmosphere of like, you will not find a job here type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's another like a very discouraging thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In educational sector, though, it's also very um, the challenge there is that uh, you need to practice this practice, the certification. Um, so it's just how the industry is. Um, the question is more how come the education the educational programs bring so much great talent you know and kind of like but then doesn't offer in a way ways to 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 get hooked or i don't know mm-hmm. to stay and there are no tools that keep mm-hmm. you here i feel yeah. yeah how about the other programs like international business so i hope they won't i i students they i feel like of course business students is actually it's also not easy not yeah, easy sector to find mm. jobs and what i've but that's interesting because what i've heard is that on average it's like it takes a finnish person who finished business school to find to find a job one year after graduation so it's not easy overall but it's yeah. like for an international person yeah. it'll take even more yeah that's true but i i hope that companies would understand that how important it would be to hire international people especially if you are doing business to germany and mm. and hire a german native so it would be mu- the business relations much more easier the conversations to germany yeah for instance. of course yeah yeah so at the moment maybe maybe all don't understand that possibility and yeah and, and, and many companies require fluent finnish but if you speak some and you will learn while working in business all we have quite many international employees and and some of them speak perfect finnish and they and some like vera you are learning all the time <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, within a couple of years i'm sure that you can also speak toivottavasti <laughs> <laughs> fluent finnish i'm sure about that because you speak so many languages yeah. so why not yeah it's it's just i think it's this matter of like giving a little bit of space for for the you know giving this chance kind of like and being okay with with hiring a person who is not yet speaking Finnish. Mm. you know Mm. um i just like i feel like 
not many companies are ready because it takes an effort from their side yeah of you course. know and yeah. like i feel like that's what they're not yet ready to do mm. or yeah and via all talent hub we want to bring uh, success cases yeah yeah, yeah. to so that people can write write read about about some some international talent who managed to find a job and how how much they have brought to the company their knowledge and their language skills etc so we will have interviews and we will make videos about those professionals at the moment we have two videos on our web pages so go go and watch them yeah sure and personally I think this whole language uh, mess needs to change really soon as as Mm. we are running out of employees uh, sooner Uh, or later and uh, you know, in the future, in any case, I think English will be uh, one of the work languages mm. Uh, mm. at the workplaces. But yeah. uh, I can also, of course, understand the the, the companies themselves. It, it is a big change, and uh, change mm. always sounds a bit dangerous for yeah. the business itself. And you know, in in general, this like language, it's of course, it's a very controversial kind of topic to discuss because. Mm. Let's say my country, Ukraine, right? I wouldn't ever imagine that like a company would change to English language mm. and start being more interesting. Like yeah, yeah. I understand that it is not easy for them, uh, for like the Finnish, and maybe it's not even like Finnish companies don't need to change. It's not like really, I don't know, their obligation. You know, it's, yeah, it's completely yeah, yeah. fine. It's just. I guess there is such a huge dissonance when an international person comes in. And they see everyone speak English and they feel this like very, you know, the marketing of Finland is very, we're very international. And mm. there, you know, Finland is really on the fast, I don't know, fast growth of this internationalization. You know, Helsinki also is very international city mm. at this point. But it's just, I feel like for many international people, it feels like small lie when like everyone speaks English. So why can't you hire me then with mm. English language? You know, I think that's a big confusion that comes um, to, you know, in, in mind of many uh, people that like the language is there. Why is it just... Why can't you be like I don't know, like UK? <laughs> you in UK, yeah. everyone's so you yeah. know. I cannot really blame intern- like companies yeah. for mm. not yet. It's a hard change. I understand that. Yeah. Uh, so how about Vera? What do you think about uh, learning Finnish language? Should all learn it to some point, to some limit level, or? Um, it's really, in my opinion, it's a choice of every person. You know, mm-hmm. like it's very individual. I have met people who have been living here for 11 years and do not speak Finnish and, you know, happy with themselves and, you know, enjoying their lives and have many projects that they work on. And I have people who who learned Finnish, which is a crazy, <laughs> crazy hard language. And I think that benefited them as well. Like for those who did learn the language, they did find a job, they did get to integrate. I think it's it's more up to each person and what where how do they see themselves within the society i do think it's important in terms of integration into the country if they if they if they want to be a part of the society and understand it in a deeper level i think it's important of course but um yeah i don't know i don't go around and tell international people you should learn finnish yeah. i like uh, it, it annoyed me, you know, for some time to like be, for example, studying here and everyone was like, learn Finnish, learn Finnish, learn <laughs> Finnish. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God. 
you know for some people um they might not want to with i mean yeah for some for those who don't want to stay in finland then of course i understand yeah but um i think it's i think it's good it's good for your mind it's good for your personal development you know mm. learning languages overall so mm. yeah yeah I mean, it, it is a big ask uh, in any case even it if is you're staying and uh you know one of the also i've heard it's one of the uh, most difficult languages to learn in, in the world 100 so, i yeah. I, yeah. i confirm <laughs> yeah but luckily i know many many people who have learned it very well so it's yeah. possible <laughs> it is yeah what i think is a big struggle is for the um because uh, for example for people who are job seekers there are these like free programs where they can dedicate their full time to learning the language and usually these are the people who've learned the language and then found job because mm-hmm. they learned the language and they you know use their education um here in finland i feel like for those who were students here or who at the moment are working like i find i struggle with finding courses you know like and combining that together with my work that's i think is the like the hard for those people it's quite hard to find time to do that yeah 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 um, back to you sala for a moment let's go to the uh, uh business advice a bit later Vera. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you guys also organize uh, company visits and yeah. these uh, matchmaking events First of all, is is this um, mega matchmaking coming back at some point? Yeah, next plans? next spring. All right, all right. So yeah, all talent hub will definitely take part to mega matchmaking, and we will we will make uh, English English web pages to that event. Yes, yes. before there was <laughs> they were only in Finnish, so there will be. Also, I would like to have English program. I think that's yeah. That's I think that's exactly what you know. What for example, many international students coming in, they don't even know about these mega matchmaking because mm, it's just yeah. not available in their yeah, yeah. English I surrounding. I totally you know? agree. So you, you you can't attend even if you would like to, or mm. you, you don't notice it because it is mm. in Finnish. But we will change that. Yeah, yeah. and there's also a site already. Yeah, which is megamatchmaking.fi. Uh, Which will be in English. We are glad to hear. Yeah. But uh, then about these company visits, uh, how how does one get get on board on on one of these? Let's say I'm Sami from Norway and uh, <laughs> I'm looking for local companies to check out and maybe be employed by. Yeah. Uh, how do I get on board? Uh, where do we start with these visits? We will publish all our activities on our web pages. Yes. So if you start to follow them regularly and also uh, follow our LinkedIn, so you will get to know what we are doing. Yeah. So once again, uh, allutalenthub.fi. Yes. Uh, that's where you'll find them. Uh, yes. Coming back to you, Vera, uh, and about this uh, business forming side, uh, you provide all international people guidance and support in freelancing uh, starting businesses self-employment uh, how have the last couple of years been uh, I assume pretty pretty awkward um, pretty active I would say okay, I'm, cool. I was I'm you know uh, I remember when I was starting my work at first I started working at the Olu enterprise agency which was basically working for business Olu and providing the services of the early stage uh and for early stage entrepreneurs 
And so I was thinking to myself, gosh, I just, you know, I just hope I get like five companies registered. Then, you know, I'll meet my personal goal on that. And now like in a year, I mean, last year we've registered 18 companies, international people only. Mm -hmm. And um, this year, I mean, it's not the end of the year yet, but I've already had 17 clients register the company. So I think it's, you know, surprisingly, surprisingly active, I think, and many Finnish people would be, um, yeah, I don't know, happy, surprised to hear that. But uh, active, um, it's been really nice to get to know the community. Uh, and, you know, many people come to me, well, sometimes they don't exactly start business, but they need, they just want to know the information about starting the business, you know, or what if, then what would I do, you know, type of thing. So I meet so many, you know, different just sectors, different uh, people who are coming on different grounds here and the community is be- big and it's so exciting to kind of get, you know, touch that community and reach to it and see it come together um, yeah, I hope that um, I'll have a chance to somehow get these people together and introduce them, you know, kind of make some sort of networking events or something where people could just meet each other. Because mm-hmm. to me, it's it's quite in- inspiring every time, you know, usually if you're an entrepreneur, if you're looking to open a company, you're quite an active person. Most probably you're very outgoing, very much looking for the, you know, things to do and people to meet. So I think that would be like a great way to put together these people and um, create, provide them some kind of community as well. Yeah. How do they overall find the uh, climate for uh, entrepreneurship? There's that <laughs> fucking word, that nightmare of a word. It's harder to type even, you know, or to yeah, write yeah. it than to say it. I feel like the, saying it is still more yeah. or less okay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean to ask, are there, are there some typical challenges they face in putting together new businesses? Um, yeah, of course. It's it's. Uh, I feel like there is uh, many specifics, you know, to starting a business as an international person. And I think... I guess this is where I find my value because yeah. I know these specifics. It's, you know, the MIGRI questions, the residence permit questions, the um, ability to register a company questions, you know, um, some well questions that I feel like Finnish business advisors and are just, they haven't, you know, had a chance to, you know, go through the MIGRI pages or, you mm-hmm. know, meet MIGRI face to face, you know, and experience that that's themselves. Most of the questions I think, or the challenges that are there is of course, again, Finnish language but that's that's a challenge if the person is targeting local market I think um, you know like something where they have to sell to the local people otherwise if we're talking I know let's say the e-commerce business that is targeting Europe overall then mm-hmm. English can be the language you know um, and then for some of them maybe the ability to register a company could could come in place because that depends on what's their status of address um, what's their residence permit um, status and then of course the residence permits themselves uh, limit a little bit the for some people the ability to dedicate full-time for example to their business so students you know people who come on a student's uh, residence permits they are only allowed to uh, work uh, 25 hours per week mm, when yeah, their yeah. studies are active and then when their studies are not active that's where they can dedicate full time whereas uh, people who are for example coming as uh, on a work-based residence permit uh, these people also since they are coming here on a work-based residence permit not only they're 
um, already limited by the time because they have to work full time, but they're also limited sometimes by the sector. So they're only allowed to work within this specific sector that their residence permit defines. So yeah, things things like that would be a challenge to yeah, some international yeah. people. I think the the most essential part is having having a solid and profitable uh, business plan. Uh, how how thoroughly do you go through those with the, with these people, like the sales calculations, taxes, and and whatever whatever. Yeah, that's uh, you know that's my everyday work basically yeah. at this point. Uh, of course, uh, you need to understand that not every person who comes, as I said, not if, not all of them come in and you know they're ready to start business and mm-hmm. uh, they will start business. But I'm happy if they don't start business because you know in some cases there might be I don't know no skill, no profitable, no profitable calculations, yeah. uh, no. Uh, market that is ready for such products. So um, I believe that it's successful if we didn't start a business, you yeah. know, but um, yeah, of course I go over, you know, for the for the companies that have actually started, um, we go over business plan, we create that together. I, uh, you know, the entrepreneur does the work and then we sit together and we look Maybe some, maybe he missed out on some points. For example, not many entrepreneurs need to know how to take care of their pension, you know, or what, yeah, how yeah. is it even, you know, calculated. So, um, yeah, I explain how that works. I explain how, um, for example, what company form is better for entrepreneur or even does he need to register a company? Sometimes for some of these people, light entrepreneurship, the Kebeturite is yeah, a really yeah. great option um, to, to, to do their business. Um, yeah, so that's that's basically what we do. Often, also people apply for startiraha, which mm-hmm. is great. I'm very grateful that this tool is available for all international people who are interested in applying. You know, for it, uh, it you can apply with the English business plan. I've been, I've had like I know twelve applications so far, all of them in English, and it's been you know great. And um, many of them, I think most of them received a positive decision. So this means that yes, business plan is valid. Yeah. The Etoy Mister believed in them, and you know they started their business. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned uh, Startiraha. Uh, what what is it in in English? A Start- startup grant. Startup grant. Yes. Uh, what what other sorts of uh, ways of funding are there for a starting business? Um, well, yeah. I, I kind of you know, Startiraha in that sense is uh, I don't call it funding business because they are not really investing into yeah, yeah, business. Yeah. So that's like a, its own category. But um, the most common ways, uh, firstly, self-funding, so own cash that they invest into business. Um, second is friends, families, and fools. So whoever they can fool <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to get some money into their business. Uh, then bank. Uh, some people receive bank loans if, if it's a if, if it's a big sum that they're looking for. Um, with that said uh, many of them apply also for this finvera support guarantees yeah, yeah. that finvera provides so that's also available for them which is again great um and after that already but these are like rare cases i would say the governmental funding investor funding uh, like angel investors private investors uh, and then lastly these i haven't had any cases with these but these are crowdfunding so some, some people crowdfund yeah. for their business yeah Well, there's a lot already, those options. Um, well, what kind of businesses uh, have people been forming as of lately? Let, let Name a few new businesses we can enjoy here in Oulu if we open our eyes. Okay. Well, I, um, you know, my 
my work is confidential, so I cannot disclose uh, many, but I do have few public cases that I have been allowed to talk to by okay. my clients. Um, so for example, uh, a very recent uh, uh, business uh, opened in the city center. Uh, it is a French patisserie that is called Monchou, and it is opened by a French lady, uh, my client, Julie Marty, and uh, she opened on the Pakkahon and Katu, uh, five, and you can visit their um, patisserie. You can try the French macaroons. You can try other bakeries and delicious goods. Um, I I love I love seeing that uh, business because you know I pass it by, uh, by every morning when I go to the office. So it is quite exciting to see this the result of you know of my my work with Julie. I'm very happy for her. Um, uh, another example is um, I have a uh, many actually clients do that. It's for example opening an uh, e-commerce so web shop basically with uh, goods. Um, so one of my clients, Pega Sadeti, she came from Iran in 2017, and she has been importing uh, upcycled from Persian carpets backpacks. And All right. Yeah, they look really nice. They have this very hippie vibe vibe to them. So there is definitely a, I feel I feel like there's definitely an audience for such products here in Finland. And uh, she's launched her uh, web shop. She's also selling there her art. So she she draws paintings as well as her personal upcycled designs. So for example, she would take a scarf with a hole in it and she'd make a top out of it. So um, that's another, I think that's a very common one because more and more I see the ideas that are going within the eco or sustainable market. So yeah. the sustainable mm -hmm. business market. So um, I think that's very common. Uh, E-commerce e is quite common. Uh, restaurant businesses, common but not as common as many people would think yeah. it is um yeah so i think these are some good examples of course freelancing it's a very like a person has a skill they have clients not necessarily even from finland let's say from other countries um freelancing is a yeah other two kind of public client cases that i have is a music composer freelancer marketing strategy freelancer those are you know easy to mini cases that we just register and yeah. they they employ themselves this way. Yeah, very cool examples. Um, yeah, to end it, uh, where can people find you and, and your services? Let's say I'm Sami from Sweden, <laughs> just moved from Norway to Sweden and now here in Oulu, and I'm interested to form a company. Where can I find you and, and all these services? Uh, so my information is available uh, like any other business advisor or um, consultant in uh, in Business Olu, on Business Olu's website. Uh, also, often people uh, can meet me or uh, find me in Business Asima. I'm just sitting there almost every day. <laughs> um, I, I also often, uh, probably I would meet you, Sami, somewhere at event because I sometimes come to events and present and do workshops on starting business. So you can approach me there as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and on LinkedIn. I think these are the most common ways to get in touch with me. Okay. Thanks a lot, Salla and Vera. This yeah. was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.